you know, uh, another thing that I've seen a lot of conversations about is like, you know, how do I travel if my documents have not been changed and I'm presenting a certain way? Should I, you know, if I if I've already gotten used to presenting full time female, should I maybe not dress femininely in order to go through TSA because my documents don't match or my ID doesn't the picture the photo doesn't match who I look like now or like and to be completely honest there's no correct way to navigate that let me tell you a story before I even had my my documents changed before I even you know anything I was stopped at TSA because they put me through the scanner and they noticed like extra an extra something in my growing area so they thought I was like smuggling something so they stopped me and they wanted to like pat me down or whatever and come to find out it was literally just that like they pressed the female scanner button instead of the male scanner button and I had to explain to them that I am a that I was born male and that what they're seeing is in fact not drugs just my pussy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so there's there's just no there's no good way there's no right way to go about that because you know like I said in my instance I was presenting female but my documents weren't changed and they still messed up with with the process because the people who check you at the end are not the people who check your documents at the front. And, and that's so, just fresh, that's scary too because it's like exactly yeah. Kind of at the, yeah, I mean, and the TSA, I think I've had fine experience with them before, and I've had all, absolutely awful ones that had nothing to do with, like, transness. But, I mean, you really are, like, at their kind of, like, you have to do what they say. Is it their mercy? And you don't know, they have their own opinions, you know? Like, maybe they're cool, maybe mm-hmm. they aren't. They're just people. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it's, it's a frightening experience. I'm sorry, and it's shitty, too, to be asked that. I would say to anyone who is experiencing anxiety about going through TSA or experiencing any type of situation or like wondering what the best way to go about that ter- certain type of situation is to just do what do what you're comfortable with because it doesn't really matter, you know, it it, it does not it's not going to have anything to do with you and how you present or you and how you don't present or whatever the case is. That's not going to be the reason that you were stopped like the reason i was stopped is because of somebody else's negligence they just didn't you know they're they're not communicating with those people who are looking at my passport and my and my plane ticket they're not communicating with people in the front who are checking your documents so they just see what they see as you're coming towards them and so it's kind of like a you know you just you just have to do i would just say travel how you're comfortable are you going to feel more comfortable dressed as yourself on the airplane if that's the case then yes just do it of course this is all about safety so what do what makes you feel safe just what i would do and what i i plan on doing because as mickey knows i'm a very anxious person and like especially when it comes to travel i'm very i'm i'm on it like i'm i'm very efficient when i travel i've done a lot of it and i don't like to be fucked with and i don't like to fuck with other people's time either but mm-hmm. I think what I will do in this situation, because I have not traveled by plane since I started this journey, uh, is that I'm just going to preface it. I'm just going to be like, I'm wearing a wig. Do you want me to take it off? I 
you know, I obviously I'm in female clothes, but I am transitioning and this is my ID and this is, you know, I'm just going to tell people mm -hmm. before I have to go through the whole thing of them asking and figuring out what they need to know. I'm just going to be like, this is what you need to know before I step on. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it shouldn't have to be that way. I mean, there should be another way that doesn't make people feel like they're being, you know, kind of pointed out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the thing, that's the shitty thing about it is, like, your two options are just to go through hoping that you're not outed or to out yourself. Like, Me, every time I would take a bath on a plane. Like that, because at the end of the day, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's not up to you who they stop and pat down. It's not up to you which button they press and, they, and whether or not they are expecting to see certain things on the body scan. It's not up to you how they decide to react to your the way you're presenting versus what your picture looks like on your id or passport none of those things are in your control i would say come early so, like that's the one thing like because you may need more time than somebody uh, else you know and i always go yes. to the airport like at least an hour and a half before my plane but like no, do even earlier because like you don't you can't imagine what you might if also sometimes if things don't look right on the scan like you have to go through a couple other things and that can take a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it's like, people who are not trans are stopped all the time, too. Yeah. It, like, literally, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Like, it's not about your trans. It's not about anything We are, else. like, our friend Lexi, who is on the no-flight list. Exactly. <laughs> because she exactly. shares a name with, I guess, a, a person who really is no-flight. Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And every time she flies, she has to go through this kind of thing. And... Yeah. That's been going on since college. And that was like oh, 15 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. So everybody has their own. But yeah, it's hard for trans people. Traveling is hard. Seeing your family is so stressful. Uh, mostly whatever you feel safe and comfortable doing. But there is no right way to do it. And you just have Absolutely. to do what feels best to you. And don't feel like you're Absolutely. doing it incorrectly. You know, I would say if you're, if you're, if you're, expecting a lot of pushback or expecting a really stressful holiday gathering or whatever you know hopefully you have somebody in your family that is an ally that you kind of like a safe space that you can go to you know maybe you stay with them instead of staying with your folks if your folks are not you know with it what are your or... what is your reaction mickey to if somebody were to dead name you let's say at your thanksgiving dinner at home how would you handle that because i know what i would do i want to know what you want would do what I've learned to do is not respond, completely ignore them. Right. I mean, that's my thing too, because I think that's the worst thing they could do. People who do that on purpose are looking for your reaction. So they can be like, a guy got her. You know what I mean? Like, she fucking but cares even like, what I think. You can't care. Even like, um, I mean, you can care. A friend of mine, a friend of ours, uh, when I was early in my transition and I'd gone home, um, she was who? using my dead Bleep name their too. name out. Who? Um, she was using my dead name too, but she didn't mean to. Like, it was literally just like, she hadn't seen me since I moved over there. Carly, she, you know. we hadn't, I hadn't even, uh, when I was still living there, I was going by my dead name largely. You know, that's the thing about, that I get frustrated about, like, giving people grace is like, after I let them know that I was going to be transitioning, there was a long period of time where I was like putting up with it and like allowing things to happen and allowing whatever to, to continue. So that's why now at this point in my life, I'm like, nope, 
we're not doing it anymore. Absolutely not. Nah. No. Mm-mm. And that's because that's your time. Like, this is like, this all comes back to how much effort you have to do. Like, and what you have exactly, to put up because with. Because you end up, you end up, you're, you end up having to do all of the, like, all of the, like, emotional work. I flinch when people say my work I literally, it, that. like, causes a visceral thing in me. And I, same, 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 same. Same. You know, early in my transition, up to probably about three years, I was very comfortable even saying my own dead name or, like, seeing my own dead name or whatever it was. But, like, as I've gone further and further into my transition and further and further away from that other identity, that other experience, I have used my name less and less and less when I thought it would be the reverse. I thought I would get more comfortable with like who I am now and like embrace that. I also had that past and everything else. And I wouldn't change that past or that history for anything, but also I can pay respects to who I was and also not give it a name because the reality is that is that who I am now was always inside of that person. Um, but anyway, so Getting back to my story. Yeah. She kept using my dead name and she totally didn't mean anything by it. And she would even like afterwards be like, shit, sorry. Like, and after a while I got to be like, I would just, I would just ignore her. And then she like kept doing it. And she was like, like this one instance where, um, I was like across the room. She calls me and I don't respond. She calls me again and I don't respond. She calls me again and I don't respond. And then the fourth time I was like, I don't know that person. Good. Yeah. That's the kind of shit. <laughs> and, and if you can make it seem like a joke, almost like, ha ha. And that was the last you know, time. I, that was the I last love time that. she ever did it. So that's, that's kind of how I handle it. That's my, that's my approach to it. I think I that's just, a good way to handle it. I just did the same thing. And I don't know if it was you who had given me that advice, but like, I have a friend who's constantly like that. And I know that she's not doing it on purpose. I know. But, I mean, she still just does it. And it's, I still feel shit about it when I hear it, you know. So I, I have to react. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, she'll be sending me loads of voicemails. And she'll be like, and so blah, blah, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm not responding to this voice note. And then, like, she'll be like, sorry, I mean, blah. You know, and I, I, I can say my F1. Huh? Yeah. And she's almost now, she almost exclusively, I've only once in like the last two months she's done. It's all about that leeway. But yeah, if somebody's trying to hurt you by deadnaming you on purpose, you know, you can usually tell the difference. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because I think that a couple years, which is what I did to Mickey, is that I came in um, and I told everybody, like, like this is my ball. new name. I can that would have been amazing if I just crushed someone's wall but um like I came in and I was like this is my name it's gonna take you time I was like so great I think I was pretty graceful about it and most people started calling me Madison right away you know I did get some like question follow-up questions or whatever but mostly and uh it was literally it's been down to like a couple people and it's I know that they don't mean anything by it, but everybody makes those boundaries themselves. You have to... You literally just have to decide what it is that you're going to be okay with, what it is that you are wanting from your family, what your expectations are, and making sure that you make those expectations clear, and then deciding how much of it you're going to put up with in the meantime until you get what you want. And it's also okay to decide that you won't put up with any of it. Both of these things are okay. 
And people dead near it's you, all, it's, it's probably best personal. to ignore them. I mean, it, sometimes you can't, but like that's probably the best move. I think that's what I've done mostly, uh, especially when they mean it in a malicious way. I just pretend. That's what I felt is the most like, the most effective because I found that if I try to correct somebody, they take it personally, and if I respond then they get used to it and think it's okay. So I've always just found it best to not say anything, not respond at all, completely ignore them. Because as far as I'm concerned, that person isn't here anymore. I don't know them. Yeah, and if I they are her. saying it in a mean-spirited way to hurt you, then yeah, the best then thing to do is ignore you that person. slap the shit out of them. No, I'm kidding. You, yeah, you, you <laughs> should make a note. You can make a note, this bitch is done. We're done. But uh -huh. you don't have to say anything to them, you, you know, in that moment. To no. They're not entitled you don't ever to, have your... to You don't ever have to explain anything to anybody, which is the first and foremost thing. Like Your reactions to all of these things, how you decide to handle all of these things, is nobody's business. You know, if your mom says that you should be, that you should be respecting so-and-so who doesn't respect you, that's not your mom's place to tell you how to, how, to, how to react to that. Exactly. And so on and so forth. It's all up to you. You decide what you want to put up with. You decide who you want in your life. And you decide how much of that animosity you want versus the positivity, and you move you you, you move through life accordingly. That's all. That's all it is. It's all, it's up to you. This is your life now. This is this is you finally getting to be who you know you are. And step number one is deciding who you want to take with you. And yeah, there's gonna be all this shit along the way, but like the first couple years of this was the hardest for sure. I mean, as far as like figuring out my own limits to what's acceptable from people and once you figure mm -hmm. out like what your boundaries are and everything it's like you know you can be comfortable and you know who you are and you know what you'll you're accepting of and where you draw the line and absolutely the newer you are the harder it is to draw those lines i find some people are are, are bad bitches from the start um but some of us are had its own grain to us to respect your elders and you know all of that that it's like you kind of have to deprogram yourself in a lot of ways when you're coming out. Absolutely. Before you can try to deprogram other people. Yeah. Exactly. It's just it's just the same <laughs> as deprogramming any other social or societal norm or social pressure or anything else that you would that you would have to correct along your life, whether it be something that you're holding on to from from um, an older time, an opinion you're holding on to from an older time, or something that you're holding on to from 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 living as a male for so long or whatever the case is and you know there's no right way to go about it but just know that you you hold the power yes and the most important thing is your safety i think you know and you have to pretend to be more understanding and whatever because you're in an unsafe situation or whatever that's different never take this advice mm -hmm. if you're feeling unsafe i mean if that's what i always say yeah. safety first everything else yes. second because that's all that matters really i mean and you're... yeah the most important thing is that you survive whatever whatever you're doing for the holidays exactly you can add <laughs> like add all these people to your shit list never see them again but in that moment you have to like yeah be smart. don't start a fight don't if no. you don't have to no i'm not like, the holidays you know. not with people drinking i don't want to get attacked by like a cousin you know fuck that by aunt myrtle just f flying across just a f flying across the table at you with a fucking salad fork oh god she would too <laughs> um yeah um, so you guys happy, happy holidays. holidays uh well we actually said that at the same time for once um oh and i want to say thank you to harry 
who listened to our yes our podcast? Terry for for being uh for for making us her number one podcast on her Spotify Wrapped. Thank you so much, Terry. Thank you. I followed her on Insta. Um, yes. that was so sweet. Thank you for and always being super supportive. I know it's she's like she became she quickly became one of my closest friends after I met her out here. Aww, um, literally, that. literally weeks after moving out here. I, I met her. We have the we have the strangest um, introduction story that I think anybody ever. I'll tell you about it now that we get off of this thing. But um, but thank you so much for listening. She seems really nice, and we appreciate you. And and with that, happy holidays, and we will talk to you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>